Cobb County School District is one of the largest districts in the country. With over 16 competing high schools and a deep pool of talent in every sport, this is the Cobb Sports Podcast. Let's dig in. Well, welcome to the first episode of the Cobb Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Rauch. We wanted to try something new with our district sports reporting, and we hope you enjoy this new approach and find it both fun and informative. Our student-athletes have been working hard over the summer, and we can't wait to see what this year's school year brings in terms of high school athletics. In fact, the district recently kicked off the 2023-24 sports season with the annual football luncheon at Burnt Hickory Baptist. Here's Cobb's Director of Athletics, Don Baker, to tell us more. The Cobb County uh, Football Coaches Luncheon uh, kind of kicks us off for the year. Uh, we get all of the head football coaches and their staffs uh, together uh, and uh, for luncheon. Uh, this year, uh, Clay Helton, uh, head coach at George Southern, is going to be our speaker. Uh, really excited about looping him in. Uh, we've had a lot of the, the metro area head coaches, uh, Kennesaw State, uh, Georgia Tech, uh, We've had Kirby over in Athens, uh, Georgia State as well, and, and had not tapped into Statesboro. And so I uh, gave him a call, uh, and he was more than willing to do it. Uh, and so we're really looking forward to, to learning a little bit from him uh, at the luncheon. Uh, follow his blueprint to build a championship football team. Great people with great culture that live consistently in front of the team. We've been so welcomed by the high school coaches here, especially Cobb County. I saw the pictures of our players and I was like, yep, that's a good one. That's another good one. Thank God for Cobb County. Uh, but thank you for so much for today. And hail Southern, good luck in 2023. That was Georgia Southern head football coach Clay Helton speaking at the Cobb football luncheon. One of the major stories in this year's football season is five new head coaches around the district. This is the highest amount of turnover that Cobb has experienced in a long time. Nearly one-third of the high schools will have new leadership on the sidelines this year. Those schools are Altoona, Campbell, McEachern, Pebblebrook, and Pope. I caught up with each of these new coaches at the luncheon for a quick interview, but first, here's Don Baker again. You know, it's exciting whenever you have uh, you know, new coaches that, that come in with a new vision uh, and, and how they uh, want to put their mark on those individual programs. Uh, so we're looking forward to seeing how, um, how uh, Coach Smith at Altoona, Coach Phillips at Campbell, Coach Reed at McEachern, uh, Coach Woolridge at Pebblebrook, and Coach O'Sullivan at Pope, how they um, cast their vision uh, for not only just this next year but moving forward. Uh, so it is uh, it definitely, uh, you know, change isn't always – fun uh, and I know that that in a lot of cases these guys came in and they're kind of drinking out of a fire hose because they're trying to you know establish things uh, toward the end of the last year and into the summer uh, but uh, they're you know they're all doing a really good job uh, and looking forward to, to seeing the teams that they're going to be able to put out on the field. And first up is Brad Smith, the new coach for the Altoona Buccaneers. Coach Smith comes with a lot of experience, but he's also taken over a program from uh, retiring coach Gary Varner, who was there since the beginning. He was the founding coach. So that presents a unique set of challenges, as Don Baker tells us. Those are huge shoes to fill. Uh, Gary, uh, not only is he an an excellent coach, but he is an even better human being. I knew Gary a long time before I even came uh, to Cobb, and so uh, is, is a friend as well. Uh, and, and, and happy for him uh, in his next chapter uh, that he's, you know, that, that he's going to be um, 
taking part in. Uh, but at the same time, excited to see what Coach Smith is going to do there at Alatoona. I think that he's going to bring you know a different type of energy uh, to to the sidelines over there, uh, and and that that's no small feat over there. I mean, that's they've never not made the playoffs. It's one of those deals where there's an expectation of winning. Um, and anytime that you can play for two rings and you win one of them, that's, that's definitely something that you can't run from. Uh, and I think that, that he's, got a, he's got a good plan uh, and looking forward, like I said, to seeing what they're going to be able to do this year. Uh, you know, I've, my father was a coach for 40 years, so he always told me you, you don't want to be the guy that follows the guy. So uh, I didn't really follow his advice on this one. And, uh, you know, but I have a lot of belief in myself and our coaching staff and uh, just saw a challenge and an opportunity and we've been headed after it ever since. We're, we're changing what Allentown has been known for for 15 years as far as offensively goes and what the kind of standard has been. But uh, that same physical, mental style of football we're going to still have, but it just it might look different a little bit and the kids have embraced it and accepted it and jumped all in on it. Our goals for this season is just to improve daily. Uh, I think that's cliche, but it's also something I truly live by. Like I try to think of a 24-hour span, kind of not looking ahead of anything right there. So we're just trying to get better. Uh, we're, we're playing a lot of young kids, so a lot of young kids are going to get an opportunity to get some Friday night reps that have never gotten Friday night reps. So if we can continue to grow and just get better daily, I think uh, we'll have a good opportunity to maybe make the playoffs. At Campbell, new head coach Jeff Phillips is an 11-year head coaching veteran, and he wants to bring that experience of what he's learned in the past over to Campbell to take the Spartans to new levels, not only this year but beyond. I think it's it's going to be the the, the similar challenges that a lot of coaches, uh, new coaches, uh, have to face whenever they come into a program. They have to see, you know, which players are going to jump on board behind you know the vision that they want to. Uh, to lay out in front of the team, um, what are uh, going to be, you know, their, what's going to be their identity? Do they have the kids on the roster currently to do that? Uh, if they don't, uh, they look at their feeder programs and, and how they're going to create that culture there. I think that's something that really doesn't get talked about enough is is the importance that the uh, the different really any team is only going to be as good as its feeder program because that's what feeds it right so um, I think that's going to be something that uh, needs to be you know priority for them uh, and they definitely have the athletes in that building it's a matter of synergizing them and getting to them to a point uh, where everybody's in and they're all rowing in the same direction so this will be my 11th year as a head coach so and I play uh, college football at University of Tennessee Chattanooga played professionally for Green Bay um, just been coaching ever since. Oh, it's been good. They're excited, you know, ready to make some changes, uh, you know, culturally. I think they're excited to have somebody that kind of they can relate to a little bit more. Um, but the biggest thing is just, you know, they're, they're hungry, they're eager, they're excited. Uh, the community, you know, everybody's buzzing. Everybody wants to see what's the new coach going to do. That's always is, you know, everybody loves you right now until you play your first game. But we just want to continue to build a, a foundation. You know, we want to get our foundation up, uh, understand that, you know, Rome wasn't built in one day. Uh, we're trying to do something here that hasn't been done in a long time, and that's just get back to the playoffs and be successful and compete in every game. You know, that's our biggest thing. We want to look out there in the fourth quarter and know that, hey, we got a chance to win this game. And uh, if, we do, if we're doing that, then we're on the right page as we're uh, building this program up. At Pope, Sean O'Sullivan is not only the new head coach for the Greyhounds, he's also a graduate of the school. Uh, Pope, that's again, that's you know, Coach O'Sullivan being a Pope guy. Uh, I think that that uh, is a wonderful opportunity uh, for him to, to kind of come home, uh, so to speak, uh, and uh, and make his mark there. Uh, again, a lot of there, there's going to be talent at each one of these places. It's just a matter of you know 
is it going to fit what your vision is? Uh, and then can you put a staff together uh, that is going to execute that vision and then get the kids to, to you know, to jump on board? I think that they uh, definitely have the ability uh, to, to see some success this year uh, and looking forward to that. Yeah, 2004 graduated of Pope. I played O-line and D-line and then uh, went on and played at West Georgia and finished up at Morris Hill University. We live in the community. Um, you know, home is home. So... Uh, obviously very excited to be at Pope, uh, not only just football-wise, but as a community-wise, so it's a great place. Biggest thing is for us just to get better every week and focus on Pope football and build it from the ground up. You know, I played a lot of years at Pope from middle school all the way through high school, so just have a lot of pride in, in, in the blue, blue and white. It's been awesome. Great community, like I said, great administration. Uh, you know, we've got teachers that have been there their whole career, so it's a special place. At Pebblebrook, the Falcons have been ascending for a few years now, and new head coach Michael Woolridge plans to keep that trajectory going. This is one of those kind of things where you're you're really jumping on on a train that that is moving really really well down the tracks. It just needs some something to get him to that next level. We're hoping that uh, Coach Woolridge will be able to do that. He was able to do that at his previous school, uh, and uh, that is a school that is just loaded with talent uh, and. Uh, a unbelievable school community that gets behind them. Uh, and I think that he's going to find that. He's already probably found that out. Uh, but, you know, really good leadership there. Um, and I think that they have the potential to really take that next step this year. You know, I was kind of in a similar situation as Pebble Brook with the demographics as I was at South Atlanta. So it's been a smooth transition as far as the demographics and, you know, um, kids coming from the same background you come from. But um, the biggest thing is just dealing with like 40 kids compared to not dealing with 90 kids. Um, just anything from equipment management to coaching, how you structure practice for uh, uh, 218 to a 718. So that's kind of the adjustments I've been making. But X and O's are all the same. It's, it's universal whether you 7828. So it's just putting a good scheme in place. The kids come ready to work. Um, they're very positive. The coaching staff is positive. So it, it, it's really been great. I had a, a great administrator supporting us. So um, I'm excited. We're very excited. Um, everything's headed in the right direction. Our goals is always want to have a 100% graduation rate. You know, I always start with academic goals. And I believe if you take care of the building, it'll transition to the field. So the next thing, just, you know, get in the playoffs and really want to compete for a region title. We got in the playoffs last year, but we were four seed, so we're looking to kind of get higher up in the seat and then also have a playoff win um, and compete for a region title. I'm going to take a quote from Nick Saban. You win a lot of football games if you run the football and play good defense. And that's what we plan on doing, running the football and playing good defense. You know, give the kids a simple system where they can play fast. I always said I want to create productive members of society, not just football players, but productive members of society. Within three months of graduation, they're going to post-secondary education, uh, military forces, going on to get a, a, a degree that prepares them for a career, not a job. So that's always been my goal, just to hold around the individual. And at McKeetron, 16-year coaching veteran Kareem Reed is coming to take over the Indians this year. He comes with uh, collegiate experience coming from the University of Central Florida and the University of Florida. Kareem Reed brings uh, kind of a different vibe than most of the other coaches coming from the collegiate ranks. Um, he's had some experience there, and I think that that is – pivotal, especially with today's athlete. I think that uh, he's able to connect in a way that a lot of a lot of coaches may not be able to because he has that perspective. And so I think that that um, I think that Coach Reed and McEachern were a perfect fit. I think he was the guy, uh, you know, the right guy at the right time uh, to really get them back 
uh, to uh, you know McEachern that everybody is is familiar with. This is my 16th year. I did 13 years in high school previous to going to college, and then in 2021 I was hired at University of Central Florida with Gus Malzahn. I was there for a year as the director of player development, and then in 2022 I went to University of Florida with Coach Napier as a quality control defensive line assistant. It's been amazing so far. You know the community was excited for the change. Uh, the kids, the administration has been super supportive. Um, I don't think you could ask for any better administration, and so. They've allowed me to kind of mold the program in my own vision so far, and the kids have been like sponges. They've kind of, you know, received everything we brought to the table and excited to see what happens in August. I was here in the past at Westlake and Griffin, so I played McEachern when they were really, really rolling, and uh, I was very envious of the players and the facilities and the resources they had, and so now to be the kind of the gatekeeper of the program now is kind of a dream come true for me. I just want to make sure that our kids are the most disciplined football team and play the hardest every Friday night, and I think everything else takes care of itself from there, and so those are our our, our immediate goals are uh, day to day and obviously game to game. And I think you do those two things, um, the wins take care of themselves. So there you have it. Five new coaches in Cobb schools and the excitement level is high for football Fridays. And speaking of games, Corky Kell, as always, will get the 2023 season started for Cobb with a game at Kell High School on Wednesday, August 16th at 8 p.m. The Longhorns will be hosting Parkview for their season opener. And then two nights later, the Kennesaw Mountain Mustangs will open their season at Rome against Creekside. The next day, Saturday, August 19th, McEachern and Walton will be opening their seasons in the Corky Kale Spotlight Games at Mercedes-Benz. The Indians will face Brookwood in the early afternoon, and the Raiders will take on Grayson in the final matchup of the evening. Now, both Grayson and Walton are both highly ranked nationally, so this is going to be a great game. It's going to be a, a great way to close out the Corky Kale for 2023. So make sure you get your tickets now to attend at Mercedes-Benz Stadium or any one of the other venues or plan to watch these games on TV. That's about it for today's podcast, but I wanted to end with uh, mentioning that I got to meet Isaac Okoro a couple nights ago at McEachern High School. He was there handing out backpacks and uh, back-to-school supplies for kids at, at, the, uh, at the basketball gym. And if you don't know who Isaac Okoro is, he's the uh, small forward for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And he, he played all, his, all four years of high school at, at McEachern. So he's, so he's coming back to his, to his high school, to his alma mater, and he's, he's giving back to the community. Here's Isaac to tell us a little bit more about why he's doing what he's doing. Uh, I mean, I decided to give back to the community. You know, the community I grew up in, Potter Springs, uh, back to school event, my first event. I uh, just want to give back to the kids. Uh, the less fortunate that are not able to have uh, book bags, supplies, just giving them the supplies to be able to go into school with all the supplies they need. Once I was able to get to the league, I always wanted to find a way to give back to my community because they've done so much for me. So giving back was just, you know, a big thing for me. Thanks for listening to this first episode of the Cobb Sports Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and please share it with anyone you think will enjoy it. Hope you learned something that you didn't know today about Cobb Sports. We'll do this again next week, but until then, keep supporting your favorite Cobb teams and athletes.